There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A Silly Dude production. Hello, footy fans. Welcome to episode 13 of They Talk A Good Game, your favourite footy podcast, my favourite footy podcast, and my co-host Harvey's favourite footy podcast. How are you, Harvey? I'm very well. And you're right. It is my favourite footy podcast. It's, it's yep. Yeah, it's in my um, top seven. Um, <laughs> great round of footy. A couple blowouts to start the round. Yeah, Do we a even surprise. Storm v. Rabbitohs was a surprise. Massive result. Massive um, statement by the Storm. Rabbitohs after winning winning seven games in a row, concede 50 points, six tries from Josh Adokar. The, the, the classic stat, Vossi likes to throw it out a lot. No team's ever gone on to win the premiership after conceding 50. And I, yeah, and they were, we both had them tipped to make the grand final. You've yeah. got them as your premiership tip. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. I mean, you, I can't, so you, I can't you believe, you believe the stat? I do. I, yep. believe in, I believe in the statistics. I agree. I think um, the Rabbitohs, like it wasn't even that necessarily... Like the Storm are a great team, but the Rabbitohs middle kind of fell apart. And it's like if you're you've, they've if you've got a chance in a game, which is it could have been a grand final preview, really, and to come out and yeah, they were crumble. missing some some key players, still missing Mitchell and stuff. Well, the funny part is that missing Adam Reynolds first game, Adam Reynolds has missed all season, and look at what happens yeah, it's when costly. when they've been not wanting to re-sign him. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, the proof. I'm not sure that he would have turned the game around for them to get the win, but he certainly would have made it a lot closer. His kicking game would have relieved a lot of pressure. Yeah. It was clear that their forwards weren't up to scratch. I, I think it was an interesting move and maybe even a bit stubborn from Wayne Bennett to keep Cody Walker at fullback mm. instead of putting Johnston there and have, you know, uh, the young kid Hawkins. Yeah, in, with in, Marshall. With Marshall. When you'd think that in terms of having experience in your spine while missing Reynolds, you'd put Walker back in his preferred 5'8 position and shift Johnston, who's a great fullback. Yeah, fullback. no, he is. He is. And yeah, I think, you know, he'll learn from that. It was a clearly they that's the system that they're going with when, when Mitchell's out, Walker's preferred at fullback. Um, mm. But yeah, given they're missing Reynolds as well, you'd think that would be reconsidered. Um, yeah. Not to be, and the, they paid the price. So yeah, the Storm look as good as ever. Um, even without Rowan Pappenhausen. Exactly. With Nico Hines at fullback. Just what a system. And Harry Grant and Brandon Smith like worked well in tandem at Hooker. I, I think they... they keep, if they can keep Smith, they should. Because the, yeah, like, Grant and Smith are just a good combo. Yeah, it's a dynamic duo and picking up the slack of each other. The, having Brandon Smith, he's such a unique player that he can... Like, sort of Victor Radley is the only other one that I can sort of see mm. playing that hooker role, but being able to cop it in the middle for 80 minutes. And not just cop it, but like be one of the most impactful forwards in, in the match. Yeah, totally. Um, it's, a, it's a massively like skillful asset to have. Yeah, the other blowout of the weekend, which I think we could have seen coming, maybe not 48 to nil, but you know, Sharks look like a, dis- a depleted club for this season. It's a write-off for them this season and Panthers are as hot as ever. Yeah, I mean, Panthers again, putting, putting a team to the sword. Mm. I saw Chad Townsend get hooked in the middle of the game. You know, he's clearly made his intentions to go up to North Queensland next year. It's just not a great place for the club to be in. They brought in Moylan, who was on the bench. 
Yeah. Um, I, I get bringing in a player like Moylan when you're searching for points, but in, you know, in place of your halfback, it's not ideal. Mm. Where do they go from here? I mean, we've been talking about it for a few weeks, but the Sharks yeah. are in trouble. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure if they if they know if they have the answers. Um, Eels v Roosters was obviously a controversial match for all oh. of the wrong reasons. Um, you know, you'd like to be talking about Parramatta getting a great win over the dominant Roosters, but instead it was all about injuries and suspensions and players who should have been on report and yeah, all it was that, a bit of a mess. All that shit. Um, nice mm. to see the NRL take action and stand down the officials that made the mistakes, but it's all retrospective, it's, isn't Bruce it? Bruce has gained nothing out of it, and yeah. at the end of the day, they're going well for a team with a lot of injuries, but you know, it's all crucial wins if they want to make top four. Yeah, Raiders can't bloody catch a break. Ricky's adamant that there's nothing going on, but yeah, it's hard not to read into it. You know, I, I feel bad for them because they're... A, a club that came so close to a premiership. Like, they nearly did it, you know. It feels like this year, last year, and the year before is their three-year premiership window. This feels like it's the last the last year of it. They've already lost Bateman. George Williams might be gone sooner sooner rather than later. Josh Hodgson stepped down from captaincy. It feels like it's like this was the year they had to win if they want to get one in that window. Yeah, it feels like things haven't fallen in the right place and it almost feels like there's a bit of changing of the guard needed. I mean, I still think they've got a top talented squad, but their headspaces don't necessarily seem to be in the right place. Maybe they'll see out this season, have a good preseason, sort out their roster a little bit, and come back firing next year. Um, yeah, it's a tough, tough situation to follow. Yeah, the Tigers. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, what's sure? next? Broncos, Cowboys. Um, look, like the Tigers have to face the reality that if like they could be facing a wooden spoon this year. At the moment, the only thing that's Blocking that is the Bulldogs going a bit worse. Um, but the Bulldogs, I feel like, have more upside in than the Tigers do. I feel like every team that's down there has more upside than the Tigers do. So it's a really just disappointing. Year it it to is see. disappointing. And I think Tigers are the team that have spent the longest time out of finals. Yeah, so by, by a bit, yeah. What's, what do you attribute to that been, to? As, as a fan, what's the. You know, Look, it's clearly long term. This is the thing. Term, this is the thing. I think we've had a lot of rebuilds of the roster, and I think we've changed coach probably more than any other team over those years. I think there's and and it's hard to sort of put stuff down to this when you really don't know what's going on. But I feel like there's a lot of front office stuff that's a bit unstable, and it feels like there's a lot of people on different sides. And well, that's know, that's where your like, sort of mind goes when you know. Lots of different established coaches have come in and, and made a good effort of things, mm. had a chance to bring in their own roster. You know, you've had the talent come through in terms of the playing group. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, there's so, some, somewhere along the line things culture. are disconnected. It's like you have to put it down to culture and that, that is, you know, a, a good culture at a club comes from everyone from the head office down to the bottom is on the same page. It's the way it is at Melbourne. It's the way it is at the Roosters and... And and the Tigers, I don't think, have had that for quite a while. I think not since Tim Sheens was there, honestly, as coach, which is not since 2013 or so. Um, and, yes, uh, it's just it just feels like it's a club with a lot of people on different pages. And they've sometimes got the talent and the coaching staff that they can get up and, and have a big win. But the inconsistency over 10 years is, is pretty pretty clear that there's something bigger going on. It's yeah. not just players not showing up or it's not just a lack of talent. It's There's genuine issues at the club that yeah, need no, to be resolved from the like head. It seems like it. And, it, you know, it's a loyal fan base, but, you know, you want to see your side winning, don't you? Absolutely. It's tough on the fans, so it's hopefully the they fans. sort their stuff out sooner rather yeah. than later. It was good to see a beautiful classic Queensland derby between the Cowboys and the Broncos on the weekend. Um, felt like the old days of the two clubs – like 2015 style, battling it out, one point victory, um, and the Cowboys just got up. Yeah, it's exciting. It's a yeah, great game of footy. Great game of footy, as expected, as as wanted by the Queensland faithful. And uh, now we move to uh, Manly over the oh, Warriors. Do you want to talk about Manly? <laughs> yeah, we might as well. I thought we might as well, just for you. I mean, we can talk about one bloke in particular. Yeah. Tommy Jarojevic. Oh, I was going to say Jason Saab, but no. Okay. no. Well, he's he's turned into a, you know a diamond in the rough as well. He has as well, but he, don't know. Tommy is he's, he is honestly he's the every, best fullback in the game. Every <laughs> time he touches the ball, it's 
he creates danger. It makes you start thinking, like you know, with you know, earlier in the year we talked about Pappenhausen. Now you know, I think when Tommy was injured, we forgot how good Tommy was. I mean, Manly fans probably didn't, but a lot of us. I probably, never did. You know, it was that sort of thing where Manly fans are going. Oh yeah, we're at the bottom, but wait till Tommy comes back and everyone else is going. Also, I, I genuinely wasn't that worried at the start of the season when form didn't go away because uh, Tommy wasn't in the side and he makes that yeah. big of a difference. Well, it's, it's, he's the most influential player in the game, yeah. he, hands down. Like if you look at how a player is when when he's not playing, like I think Roosters can manage without Tedesco, Storm can easily. Well, they showed they can manage without Pappenhausen. It's in terms of influence. The impact that one player can have over that playing group is incredible. He just makes everybody better. I mean, mm. Saab's a great example. He's been, you know, good to start the year. He's still a young lad learning his craft on the wing. He's clearly got the pace to be a damaging winger and, you know, size, he's good under the high ball. But having Turbo in the team, suddenly he's getting hat-tricks and running 200 metres because he gets a half break. Saab's there following him up. Mm. Nobody's going to catch Saab. Yeah. It's, you know... It's great, great asset to have, and I'm just praying that Tommy's hammies stay in one piece all true. season. He you needs know? a non-slip bath towel, he, bath he does. mat from, <laughs> from Des as a Christmas gift. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> should have got it for Easter. Christmas will be too late. Yeah, it's but. true. Christmas, yeah, birthday. Don't know when his birthday is. Um, <laughs> the Dragons and got over the Bulldogs. So Trent Barrett still just figuring out this playing group. Looks like the Bulldogs. Already looking a little bit to next year. I think Barrett's coaching position is safe. So yeah, I think he's been given assurances that he'll have until at least enough. next year. Fair and, enough. First yeah. year at the club, he's playing with um, a, a former roster. He, yeah, absolutely. But another another halfback that got hooked. I'm pretty sure was Carl Flanagan. Flanagan getting yes. pulled off. Um, that's tough. He's one of the new new signings as well under Barrett. Carl Flanagan. I feel for Flanagan because his confidence must be at an all time low because he was the full guy for the Roosters all of last year. Yeah. He then. While on contract, oh no, was he on contract? But he gets dropped. He either had, was he on contract for this year at the Roosters? Or he's not offered one. I don't know how. Don't it know. Anyway, he ends up at the at the Bulldogs. It was signed at the Roosters to be the long term Cooper Cronk replacement. Yeah, doesn't happen. Goes to the struggling Bulldogs. They struggle to win matches. Gets pulled. Uh, yeah, it's just it's you got to feel for him a little bit. I think he could be a good five eight, but he keeps being put at like being put in that organizing half back role. Yeah. When Burton gets there, I think Burton goes to the seven. I'd Burton will have. take control of the team. Burton, Burton is a class talent. Like you can see why Panthers yeah. fought, fought with the Bulldogs to hold on to him this because year. they know this year can be their year to win it. Absolutely, Whereas, like, I, I think the next center. ten years can be the Panthers' chance to win it if they retain the core of their roster. You know, they've got a side that can really dominate the next five or six yeah. years in, in rugby league. It was such a good try from the Panthers on the weekend where it was Cleary to Luai back inside to Burton. And it was like, yeah, they're all like Burton in the position of a centre, but how useful is it to have basically three halfbacks just linking up to create a play where it's just, <laughs> you've got one halfback, you've got a 5'8", and then you've got another halfback just playing a bit wider. And so they're all like where they need to be. They yeah. understand the game. Just great footy players. Oh, man, I'm barracking for the for Panthers to go all the way this year. Yeah, I think if I, I mentioned that Rabbitohs probably aren't my tip anymore, and, mm. I mean, it's the obvious pick. I, could be I, a, th- I think Penrith have... Could be a grand final replay. Penrith v Storm. I, I'd like that. Those two teams are probably the most deserving at the moment. Like, they're based yonks on, ahead based of everyone on else. the start of the year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's um, shift our attention to fantasy. Um, <laughs> oh, why do you want to start with fantasy? Well, I, we always start with fantasy, Harvey. Nothing's right. changed. Let's just do so our who was, who was our fantasy player of the week? Um, wait a sec. Let me just... I'm just double checking the score. Make sure you oh, triple check. Yeah. The score of 1,033. Is that... Oh. What? Is that Lockie's... Really cool team. Who, coached co- who, by, who coaches them? Coached by Lockie Pete. Wait a second. That's me. Oh, way to give yourself a shout out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else can suck it. Um, <laughs> I am the fantasy player Classy. of the week. And as such, I will get a shout out on the Instagram this week. Yeah, you get a shout but out. You're going to make fair, your I'm proud of the fact that I am ranked 40 in the yep. league. I'm the lowest ranked team of the week by far that we've ever had. So I don't even know where that came from. I'm actually well, shocked. Fantasy is an inconsistent, you know, 
yeah. game. And I, I think, uh, yeah, I did you well. You top it this week, you might lose it next week. I had the Panthers' centres as my centres this week, and it's finally paid dividends. Burton and Crichton, both with big scores for a centre. So happy with that. Yeah, well done. Well and done. The no, fair play. Big shout-outs because we had two players who got perfect weeks, which gives them 10 points because when you get eight out of eight in a round, you get 10 points. Who were they, Harvey? The runner-up this week, only Mm. by a margin of one. So one of them got a margin of three, the other one got a margin of two, which means there was one point differentiating these two tipsters. Unfortunately, in second place, but still commendably done. Amy 00, Amy Harvey, well done. Well done. You are the runner-up tipper of the week. But this week... The team, or tipping team, Matty Pryor, coached by Matt Go. That's actually my cousin, so big shout-outs to Matt. Well done, mate. He's a big Sharks fan, hence the name Matty Pryor. Ten out of ten, or oh, eight out of eight. Sorry. Eight out of eight. <laughs> ten points. With the, the bonus points. Margin of two. It's excellent well done. stuff. Good stuff, guys. Welcome to The Bold, The Basic, and The Brilliant. Woohoo! Yeah, you can hear the excitement. <laughs> yes! <laughs> we are reflecting on, firstly, our players of the week from the round before last, where yes. we had Sam Walker up against Jermaine Asako. Yes, <laughs> Sam Walker got the vote pretty easy on that one, actually. Yeah, um, he put in a top-class performance. He's a special, it. special prospect. Absolutely. So, yeah, deserving, deserving win for Sam. Our bold... We both had a bold prediction. Uh, no, we both had a basic prediction last week that Panthers would defeat the Sharks. Came true. Came true. Easy, easy. What was your bold last week? The, the Bulldogs would get up. Didn't happen. No, shame. My bold was <laughs> that a winger would score a try. Oh, that man. winger would be Zach Sini. It did not happen. He had a crap game. Yeah, he Got did. a negative one in fantasy, Such <laughs> as you alerted me to. Yeah, today. He was, he's in my team. I brought him in this fact, week. You probably could have topped this week if you had anyone else but Zach Sini. That's true, Maybe. Mate, I was close. You were close. Who was your bold prediction last week? Um, oh, that was it. That, yeah, <laughs> we we've, just went over. We've it. done it. Um, it's time to look forward to. Well, not for, we're still looking a little bit backwards <laughs> at the round that just happened. Player um, of the round, the player, brilliant of the round player of the round. For round nine. We're going to say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Tom, Tom Trebojevic. Yep. Yes. Undoubtedly, like, he's that good. I mean, he's that good. We really don't need to spend much time on it no. because everybody listening to this podcast will know how what a talent he is and He's what so a performance good. he gave. Two tries, four try assists. Um, but the stats don't even matter. The influence he has in that team, unbelievable. Got him the win over the Warriors. Um, so, in you know, we've had a few times the last couple of weeks where we've had the same player. Yep. I think it's just, you know, each week there's just a standout star there shining is. through. So now I have to change. Um, and it was uh, it's a toss-up but not really. I'm going to go, I'm going to give it to a man who broke a 70 plus year record and against the Rabbitohs scored six tries. Yes, you could argue that he's in a great team and that he's playing inside, you know, a lot of stuff's being created for him, but, you know, it, it, I don't think it would happen to any other player. He's the greatest winger in the game and he has been for the last five or so years. He's Josh Adokar. Yeah, 100%, mate. I mm. think it would have been cruelly done if he didn't get yeah. a nomination this mm. week. Um, yeah, close second behind Turbo for me. Yeah, the six tries is you know a ridiculous stat, regardless what team you're playing for, who you're playing against. It, you know, it's a feat that obviously hasn't been accomplished in a long time, and you can see why because it's bloody hard to do. Yeah, so hats no. off to him. Hats off to him. And it's not just his try scoring as well. He's, he's a dynamic ball runner. He breaks a line easily. And he's got to finish the chances. They're not yeah. all easy ones. I worry about his desire to play fullback at the Bulldogs next year. I wonder if... I think he's just such a good winger. You know, sometimes a winger needs to... I, I Honestly, I think Trent Barrett's coaching future could depend on him convincing Adokar to stay on the way. Yeah, that's true. If he moves him to fullback and yeah. he gives him that... that Chance, I'm, you, you just have to be worried. He's going to have some good centers playing inside him, you know. Like, yeah. uh, sure, he might, he might make a good fullback. Mm. He definitely is an excellent winger. Like, yeah. It just yeah, know, it doesn't matter that you're paying overs for a winger in in modern terms, and you know, break the tradition of wingers being you know paid less than everyone else because they don't do much. The modern winger, Josh Adokar, deserves a fat paycheck because he's that good. So. Well done. Well done. Couldn't have said it better myself. Basic predictions for this week. Um, I'll kick us off. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. 
Yeah, uh, my basic is actually, I'm still keeping it as like a tip that I think is a sure thing, but I've gone for two tips to come off this week just to make it a little bit more bold. Storm and Panthers, yonks ahead of the rest of the competition, magic round this weekend up in Brisbane. They're both going to have wins, Storm over the Dragons and Panthers over the Titans. Yeah. Storm and Panthers both to win. Yeah, it should, should come true. You'd imagine so. You'd imagine so. It would take a big effort from both the Dragons and the Titans to undo them. Yeah, I appreciate your, your slightly bolder basic prediction. Mm. I've gone for a slightly bolder basic prediction as well, <laughs> but I, I still think it's, it's a pure fact. The bold, the slightly bold. And the bold. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine is Tommy Turbo to put in a man of the match performance again. Yeah, okay. I, I just think... That, feels, I don't know. that actually feels like a pretty basic prediction. It, that, that's why it's in my basic prediction. Especially column. against the Broncos. I just think, you know, if Manly have a good result up against Broncos, which I back us to do, mm. it, it'll be him that's the reason why. So, yeah, Turbo to get man of the match. I like it. I can see it happening as well. Um, let's go bold. Bold, let's go bold. Um, I've got the Tigers v Knights match, opening Knights of the... Op- Opening night, opening. What is the opening night of Magic Round? Uh, <laughs> it's the opening match as well. There you go. Of Magic Round, that's what I was trying to say. Um, two sides, which I think have good attacking games when they want to, and the occasion of Magic Round is as good an occasion as any. Not great defensive games at the best of times. I think the total match score will exceed fifty points. Don't know how it could be fifty nil nights. I don't see it being 50 nil to the Tigers, but it could be, you know, 30 to 25 or something. I, I reckon that's on the lower side of bold. I reckon it will come in. Yeah, I reckon I'm it, allowing it. It's, I think it's, 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 bolder it's, bold. than, it's bolder than Zach Senior to score a try. You'll, you'll give is, me that. You'll give is. me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what the average <laughs> points are in a game, actually. In just general. Just general. Average points. Probably about 20. Well, no, more. No, much more. Must be, what must, am I talking about? That's like for one team. Yeah, I reckon right. it's like 35, 40. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I guess it's, yeah. But, but no, no, I like it. We'll okay. see. I reckon it Magic could be, seeds 50 you know, just because you said that, it'll probably be a 6 nail. You know, one <laughs> yeah. team gets one try. That's about it. Uh, defensive um, rock. Have, yeah, the Magic the finally gets just, through. Yeah. Um, I've gone in the spirit of Magic Round for a bit of magic from a number of players. Ooh. So I've gone with three wingers to get more than two tries. So two tries or more. I had... Two tries or two more. Two tries or more. And those, those wingers are, I've oh, named Oh, the I thought wingers. you were just saying three wingers to get two tries or more. I was like, no, no, no. Okay. Jason Saab is going to get a double or a hat-trick or, or four, five or six. You reckon, you reckon Tommy and Saab are both going to have like identical matches to what they just yeah. had? I reckon that's a, a pairing for the future. Back it up. You know? Oh, hey, yeah, sure. Um, Alex Johnson over at the Rabbitohs, he's going to get a double as well. And To'o at the Panthers, another double. So that, that they're my yeah. predictions. Okay. Those three, Johnston. six tries in total. Maybe maybe that'll be it. Six tries in total amongst those three. Yeah, cool. That's what I've gone with. I like it. Let's see if the magic round comes true. State of Origin gets closer and closer. And each week on this show, we're going bit by bit, trying to sort of predict, but also just pick the team that we'd like to see if we were the coach of either New South Wales or Queensland. Last week on the show, if you listened back to episode 12, we picked our back lines for each team. So just wingers and centres for each team. Um, this week, we're going to do the Ford Packs. Yes. And when we say Ford Packs, we're talking not just uh, the two props, the two second rowers and the locks starting, but also three members of our bench because we've both decided that one of those bench spots will be a utility, either a hooker or a, or a spine player or a back or something. Yeah, that, that um, seems to be the go nowadays. Your 14 yeah. is, a, is a utility player. You've mm. got three forwards on the bench. So just to make sense of our forward pack as a, as a collective, yep. starting forwards, three on the bench. And I feel like if we, if, we, if we shift it up, if we split up the starting forwards from the bench forwards, it makes it look like the bench forwards are lesser. And that is so far from the truth in the modern game. Yeah, not at all. You know, and especially a in a game like Origin, you know, everybody that's picked in that squad is deserving of their place. Yeah. And, you know, your bench props are just as good as your starting props. And I think on both teams, I'd be happy with whatever, you know, rotation was on, who was on the bench, who was starting, whatever. Let's yeah, get into it. Let's get into it. Queensland, let's start there. Let's start with Queensland because why not? We love them. All uh, right. <laughs> 
That was the most sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was so sarcastic. I've uh, got we, my. We have respect for them. We do. My starting props are Josh Papali and Christian Welch. How, same as me, same mate. Same as you. Yeah, I think they're the two premier front rowers in Queensland. Yeah. Um, if not Australia, certainly Papali is. Yeah. I think he's the, the best front rower in the game. And I think Welch is. He's a big minute front rower. He's clinical in every area. He's a strong defender. He runs the ball hard. He's got an offload. He's a good leader as well. Mm. He's a clever bloke, and yeah, I think he should be starting for them. Yep, cool, same. What about your second rowers? Who have well, you got the man that there? I'm sure you've written first person written down in Queensland is David Fafida. Yep, he's absolutely. there. I've got Kurt Capewell there in the, in the partner, second row, starting second row. Yep. Um, just uh, I'm just very impressed with him at Penrith this year as a starting second rower. Uh, obviously, he played centre for Queensland last year, and I think he did his job in Game 3. In fact, probably helped them towards getting that upset victory. But I think um, he deserves the respect to be picked in his preferred position this year. I think he's earned that, especially with the form the Panthers are in. So I've got him there. I'm... What are, who have you got? Yeah, he's, he's a class player. I've gone with Kafusi. Yeah, he's tried and tested. Tried and he's tested. Experienced head there. Um, I've got Kafusi on my bench, so ooh. I'll just mention that now. But yeah, yeah, no, fair, fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just think Kafusi hasn't done anything to lose his starting mm. spot. He's been a mainstay, um, and yeah, yeah, I think him and Fafida makes a pretty pretty strong second row. Yeah, locking the scrum. Tino Fasua Mala Awi. Same. It's like it's like this Queensland team picks itself. A little bit, you know. A little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's proven any doubters wrong that he was just another sort of storm prodigy that had moved on too early when hmm. he's it, with his form at the start of the year with the Titans. Uh, yeah, moving into the middle and playing that prop slash lock rotation, he's been excellent and he's a game changer. He really it's always, is. It's always. It's um, always. It feels like New South Wales always has much more selection headaches. And I think, you know, well, there's more, feels like there's more talent to choose from. But I think it comes with its own negative side because the Queensland team, you know, they're never far from, from good form, but there's always a group of players who don't necessarily have to expend their energy on worrying about if they're going to get picked like that. Yeah, unit, they're, they're it becomes a bit of a. Automatic picks. And- automatic picks. Let's yep. start up on this bench. All right, so you've got Kafusi there. I've got Kafusi there. And who else have you got? I've got Jai Arrow. Yep. And I've got Jared Wallace. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was in contention for my team as well. Jared Wallace not there in your team? Didn't make it, though. No, no. You've got Jai Arrow? I have got Jai Arrow. You've got Felice Kafusi. Think... No, no. Sorry, Felice yeah, sorry he's starting. in the starting. Yeah, um, Jai Arrow's on the bench. I think, yeah, he, he has to be picked as well. He can mm. play in the middle. Um, really well. I've gone for Mo Fotoeka. Oh yeah, I've um, from the Titans. About, thought about him as well. I think they can go. They've got lots of middles that are in in this sort of conversation. A couple of honourable mentions was Wallace for me. Mm. Um, Josh McGuire as well. Yeah, uh, Napa. He's yeah, playing true. decent footy. Dylan Napa. But about. the the extra middle that I've gone for is Cohen Hess. Yeah, he's moved into the prop rotation for Cowboys started this year. And I think he's been really good there. He's he's proven it, his origin quality before. He's mm. bulked up a bit. And I think he's also flexible to go onto that second row. So you've got Kafusi on mm. as your bench second rower. He sort of covers those two positions if I'm a Queensland selector. Yep. Um, <laughs> if you were, yep. Yeah, it's, it's not that big of an if. <laughs> it's a pretty big if. It's a pretty big if. Um, <laughs> yeah, so my, my three bench forwards are Jai Arico and Hess and yeah, cool. All right. Yeah, I've um, avoided Cohen Hess. I just, I, I think I just still have been picturing him as a second rower. But um, no, obviously, yeah, Coach Payton's moved him into the front row. I think it's a good move, actually, because I think the last few years as a second rower, he just looked sluggish and he didn't look like didn't look like it was his position anymore. And I, um, I think he enjoys the fight. He engro- mm. enjoys getting into the game, the mongrel in the front row. He's busy all the time. He's not waiting for the ball to come his way. You know, he can get his hands on it when he wants it and it tires him out and I think he's better suited to that start of game. Yeah, I chucked Jared Wallace in there just because I think he is a bit tried and tested for Queensland um, and the Titans have been going really well and he's been starting for them. It was kind of between him and Mo Fodawaka, another teammate of his for me for that last bench spot, but I just decided to go with Wallace. I felt like he had a bit more origin experience. Yeah, fair enough. And I think, you know, they could pick any of these front rowers or middle players and... Mm. 
that'll do their job. Yeah. Um, well, now shall we go move on to where our our passion lies? Yes, I, th- I think we the shall. The mighty, mighty blues. All right, let's <laughs> let's get started then. All right. Um, props. I've got Payne Hass to start. Interesting. And is is it that interesting? I've got him on my bench. Oh, okay. Well, I've got Go Payne House and Saifidi, Daniel Saifidi, um, yeah. in my front row to begin very, with. Very, very interesting. Who have you got? I've got two different guys. Oh, hit me. One of them is Junior Paulo. Yep. The other, and he's not usually a prop, but I've gone with Dale Finucane. Wow. I've gone with I Dale was Finucane. not expecting this. I've gone with Dale Finucane. This is a curveball. It's a curveball. I've gone with Dale Finucane. He's missed a large chunk of the season. He's only just come back. Yep. Tried and tested in the Storm system. I've gone with... Yeah. Well, I feel like I'll explain my ideology more as it goes on. All right. Yeah, let's, yeah. I'll just leave that there. Second for, row. Yeah. Have you got curveballs in the second row as well? A little bit. A little Have you bit. got Crichton? I've got Crichton. Okay. You've got Crichton? Yeah, I've got Crichton. Who's your other second row? Frizzell. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> You've got a curveball. Frizzell's not in my team. Who have you got? I've got Cameron Murray in yeah, the second okay. row. I was very tempted by that. I've got him in the second row. I just think Frizzell, his form since this year joining Newcastle, he's good on the weekend, but I just think recently his form hasn't been as good as it was with the Dragons. And the thing, okay, I'll start to explain my ideology here. Yeah. New South Wales. It's known we have an influx of fullbacks that we have to end up playing them in all different positions. Yep. We've also got an influx of locks. That's true. We have so many, and I honestly want all of them in there. Yep. Dale Finucane's one of those locks that I've decided I'm going to just get him starting in the front row before I bring on Payne Haas as a, as a impact sub. I, I'd give I, him 20 minutes, then, I'd, he'd, then he'd become part of the lock forward prop rotation, along with Trebojevic, who, who'd, who's there, but... He might join that prop rotation as well because there's a lot of locks. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. There's a lot of locks and I I, <laughs> I enjoy your effort to get them all in the site. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've, I've, yeah. So, who, so you, I think, I see, the reason I want Frizzell there, one, mm-hmm. his experience. experience. He, he, sure. And sure. two, I think he's one of those players that elevates in the Origin Arena. I think he plays some of his best footy at, at representative level. Mm-hmm. And he just does his job really well. He's not. Mm. He doesn't overcomplicate things. The small problem that you have with getting all those locks on the pitch type of thing with a Cameron Murray type player is, yes, he can run the hard line and be a good ball carrier. But I think what makes him so good is that he gets his hand on the ball in the middle of the pitch. He's that linking player. Mm. He's making those passes mm. like really close to the line. He's getting mm. those offloads. And I, I think... I think- for the when when Cameron Murray moves to second row for the Rabbitohs, for example, it's not a great move because that means that the Rabbitohs are lacking a Cameron Murray type at lock. Yeah. Whereas I could, I feel like I can move Murray to second row here and still have plenty of Cameron Murray types at lock. Yeah, no, I agree. So, I, I wouldn't complain yeah. if Murray got picked there, but I just I like the simplicity that Frizzell offers. I think he defends an edge really well as well, and. Mm. He's just big and powerful. And yeah. I just think sometimes you just need a big, powerful bloke running a hard line. Look, he's probably going to get picked. I'm. I feel like I've almost like done a little bit of like trying to challenge Fitler a little bit here with my team. I've, I've <laughs> taken the bold prediction from last segment and tried to move it into this. Yeah, team. yeah. No, I um, like it. You've got to put your own spin on it, I'm and to put my own spin you know, on it. I like that you've got a whole philosophy coming with your <laughs> it's team. A philosophy. As well. I'm not just doing it randomly. Let's do our starting lock. If I, I feel like I'm confident in who you've got there. No, no, no. I don't, no you I haven't got the man that I would think. No, no, no I've got Isaiah Yo. Oh, right. Oh. You sound Trebo- really Trebojevic off the bench for you? Trebojevic is off the bench. Interesting. I've got Trebojevic as my starting lock. So. There you go. I like you go. I like Trebojevic there. The thing, the reason I've got Trebojevic on the bench is because, yes, he can. He plays anywhere in the middle, right? Mm. You can. He's lock, prop. It doesn't really matter. He plays 80 minutes for Manly every week. With Origin, the intensity is obviously a bit higher. I reckon he's your first middle rotation on off the bench. You put him on with 60 minutes to go after 20 minutes are gone. Mm. He's easily going to see out the 60 minutes. doesn't matter that the intensity is lifted. There's no worry he's going to be fatigued. He's the type of player that you want on in the last 10 minutes, regardless mm. of the situation. Yeah, right. Whether you're chasing points and you want to quick play the ball or if you're defending your line. Um, so his AEO is just really just there for a, a bit of a supporting opening act. No, well, okay. <laughs> I, I, Isaiah is there because I think... 
I, I just think he deserves it. I think yeah. he, he's got, you know, he's I've got, got every element bench, of so, the game. Yeah. Um, I think he has, I like him starting at lock um, because you want that size in the middle of the pack to, mm. you know, start the game off. And I see. Is that Yo's actually another player that could have had that second row spot? He's, he played most, of, could, most of his career at second row. Yeah. Yeah. I think he, he's able to rotate there, which mm. is really, really, That's really good. helpful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got Turbo. I've not Turbo. Uh, Jake Trojevich. Um, He's not the, the Turbo. Slow, the slow Turbo. Um, I just have him in my middle rotation. I know you've tried to squeeze a lot of locks in there. Yeah. Um, I've, I know you've got Paulo starting. I've got Junior Paulo starting. Yeah, he, he, he's on my bench. Yep. So Jakey and Junior are my sort of so Jakey Junior. Yep. They're my two bench middles with rotating with Safidi yep. and Hass. And. So your third member of your bench. Third member of my bench, Cameron Murray. Yeah, he's yeah. got to be in there. I, he's just an all-round utility yep. player. He can, um, yeah, cover lock, second row. Um, yeah, I, mm. there's no reason why I can't pick him. Yeah, well, I've mentioned two players that are in your starting side who are on my bench, which are Payne Haas and Isaiah Yo. Yeah. The third member of my bench is was not mentioned in your team and I've got him to make his state of origin debut. It's quite unbelievable to me that he hasn't played origin yet. It's Victor Radley. Yeah, 100%. Well, I talked about all the locks that I wanted on the team. I've got Dale Finucane, Cameron Murray, Jake Chaboyevich, Victor Radley and Azeo all in there. And I think the the only way I was able to fit them in was having Finucane start a prop. I mean, yeah. I could have had him off the bench and had Haas there, but I feel like Haas I want... If, if Finucane's going to be part of the prop rotation, I'd rather him start and then bring Haas on. Radley was the hardest player to leave out of this team. Mm. I've got my whole team printed out in front of me. Not a bad 18th man option he, as well, he, Yeah, potentially. absolutely. He's the hardest. The only reason is that he hasn't had a full season leading up to this, so I think other players have played like at a higher level for longer in terms of their form this year. They've got eight, ten weeks of footy under their belt. Mm. The other reason is he's a... Slight liability in terms of penalties, in terms mm. of just getting concussed as well. You know, he throws, <laughs> he's a Roosters he, player. He all. throws himself in there, and he's You're right, so should, courageous. And, should, and therefore, we shouldn't pick James Tedesco. <laughs> no, I, well, I mean, we've got a ready-made replacement in, in Tabarovic, but we got Papenhausen on the bench, man. Yeah, Radley was a really, really tough omission. Mm. I, I do have questions over your side with just size. And the size, I've sacrificed size for a bit of uh, ball playing in the forwards. Yeah, I just... I, I've got I, still got Haas and Paulo there, and I feel like those that is... Finucane's not small. Zayo's not small. They're not small, but they're not... I, I just think you need those sort of barrel-chested, like, ball-running middles to take the tough carries. Yeah, well, I feel like the only one I'm really missing that you've got is, is Saifidi. Who else am I missing? Who... We've got the same. It's pretty much the same. Instead but I think of it makes a difference. I've, I've got four four props and pretty much in the side. Yeah, you're right. you I've still got. I've really only got two out and out props in my team. But hey, that's the sort of coach I am. Yeah, and that's yeah. where my philosophy lies. Fair enough. Well, I, I look forward to hearing whether there are any curveballs in your spine picks next yes, week. Next week, oh, very exciting. Yeah. Next week, yes. We have not done a draft in a long time. And Too long. I, I've been missing them. So Thanks. I think what we're going to do this week is a coaching staff draft. So we're going to go through picking a head coach, attack coach, defense coach, your kicking coach, your head of recruitment, and mm. your trainer as well. Yeah, On-field on field trainer. Langer type. Yeah, Alan Langer type. Water boy. Yes. Um, but... but but very that. important, very important element is that we're only choosing out of current players. Yes. So we're not picking actual coaches. It's once again the sort of idea of which players have it in them to become future coaches. But now it's not just about who's going to be a good head coach. It's about who's going to do all the other elements. There's a big coaching staff at every team. And yeah, we want to pay respects to them. Pay massive respects <laughs> to them. All of their hard Could efforts. not have done it without them. Um, and the way we're going to decide who goes first, yes. mix that up a little bit. Okay. We're going to play a little game of naming players with the first letter of the last letter of the name of the player. That My made God. sense. 
So, <laughs> so I'm going to uh, name a player, and yep. Lockie has to name a player whose first letter is the same letter as the last letter of the one that my... you just said. Yeah. Okay. For example, if someone said, for example, like Harvey, your name ends in a Y. So, so I'd have to I, start. We'd have to say something. <laughs> say a player beginning with a Y. <laughs> All right. But we're only doing the surname. Anyway, we're only was... surnames. Current NRL players only. Okay. I'm going to start with Go. Trebojevic. Uh, <laughs> I think that's game over. <laughs> Good job we took Wait. a minute to explain how the game would work. <laughs> For you to not be able to think of any player like Cook or Crichton. Cook. Oh, or you Cook. could have any of the Crichtons. Cook. Oh, Crichton. <laughs> it's too late, mate. Oh, that's so bad that we didn't get to play that. Cherry Evans comes to mind. Oh, so many. I was about to say Christian Welch, but then... That, that doesn't no, work. No, I forgot. I know, but my head went to all of like the players' first names. Well, this means I get first pick. All right, let's just kick this and off. And I'm going to so get started with my head coach. His daddy's a head coach. It's oh. Nathan Cleary. Oh, uh, okay. Cool. He's going to be my head honcho. Yep. Every other coach that I pick is just going to complement his skill set. I think he's got what it takes to be a head coach. Mm. We've talked about it before. He's going to build the Penrith Empire following on taking over from the reins after his dad is done. Mm. I thought he made more of an uh, attacking or a goalkeeping coach personally, but each to their own. Each Each to their own. Do I start with my head coach is the question. You've already got yours, so maybe I don't need to worry about that. Yeah, mine's all locked up. I'm going to take on... Um, it's very important. Actually, do I start with my trainer? <laughs> I think all positions in this coaching draft are equally important. So, actually, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna make my attack coach, and it's gonna be Cameron Munster. He's my yeah, he's, nice. he's sorting out the attack for me. I think he sees the game so beautifully. Yeah, and he he really he knows how to play in a way that is clinical, but also beautiful to watch. He's yep. gonna get my team just creating all sorts of plays. It's Cameron Munster. I agree. He's a, he's a class pick. I'm going to follow up with my attack coach. He's an old fan favourite of yours, Benji Marshall. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. He can take charge of the attack. Easy cool. peasy. He cool. knows how to win games. He knows how to score points. All he's got to do is tell the team how to do it. Very good. Very good. Yeah, no, nah, cool. I forgot about Benji. Actually, he wasn't even sort of on my list here. I'm going to... That's not me trying to... Like, <laughs> I didn't even want him. I'm uh, going to go for my head of recruitment. Interesting. A man yeah. who I think of all players has... Um, he's an older player in the game. He's proven to be a smart player. And it's Jared Croker from the Canberra Raiders. What an astute head of He's going to be my head of recruitment. I think uh, he's going to learn... the nice guy. He's going to learn from, from the Raiders and from Ricky to not just look at Australia, to look at, to look at England. There's a great pool over there. I think yep. he's... Played with a lot of great Englishmen, so he knows that there's great talent over there. Jared Croker. Yeah, it's a nice pick. Mm. Uh, I'm going to just go straight into defence now. I reckon he's the best defender in the game. It's Jake Trebojevic. Uh, I was going to... Uh, yeah, I should have got him. He's in. got the best tackling technique. You know, you see a lot of these locks coming into the game, trying to emulate his defensive resolve. You've got Brandon Smith, you've got Victor Radley, Cameron Murray, players like that. They mm. keep getting concussed, putting their heads in the wrong <laughs> places. <laughs> Jakey boy, he's Jakey never boy. been concussed. No. Or, or he got concussed a long time ago and he's never recovered. You can't quite tell. <laughs> well, off the back of that, I only... I had two players written down as potential defence coaches and you've just taken one of them. So, And speaking of players who emulate Jake, it's Cameron Murray is my defence coach. There yeah, he nice. is. He's in yeah. there. Just done. I mean, tackle, He's all right. Tackles for days. You He's know? a poor man's Jake Trebojevic. A... <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's controversial. That's controversial. That is controversial. Um, cool. All right. Well, maybe I'll take my head of recruitment now. Okay. Well, I've gone the larrikin route. You've gone the Mr. Sensible. And Mr. For recruitment, you've gone for a larrikin. I have. Okay. Why? Because you think he'll just like be able to banter his way to get, to get players to sign with the club? What's the way that you recruit players nowadays? You go to the cafe and you have a coffee with them. You go to the bar and you have a beer with them. Okay. There isn't a player that wouldn't want to go and do that with Brandon Smith. Mm. The cheese. After leaving the pub on a Saturday night with the cheese, you're going to be signing a contract sign. at his club. He's yeah, my head cool. of recruitment. I had Brandon Smith as a potential trainer on my team because I wanted a larrikin 
as a trainer on the field, like an Alan Langer type. Some yep. of the players respect, like how Robbie Farah is doing at the Tigers now. Um, I'm going to leave my trainer, actually, now that you've just taken that. I'm going to go for my kicking coach, my goal-kicking coach. It's the man who's the best kicker in the game, arguably. Not Nathan Cleary has been taken. The other one <laughs> is Adam Reynolds. Yeah, Adam fair, Reynolds going fair. in there as my goal-kicking coach. I had him there slotting. as well. He'll be slotting... Slotting him with the boys. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to trainer. Yep, I'm gonna go for a player. He's a level head. He understands a lot of aspects of the game. Brett Morris. Oh yeah, he's a calming influence. Calming influence for sure. I think he he's gonna be able to demand the respect of all the boys. Everybody would listen up if he was on the pitch, giving them a team talk behind the try line. Mm. I reckon he's a good pick. I've gone for the opposite of a calm influence. I've gone for a motivating influence and not just motivating, the banter's there. I actually originally at the start of this had three players written down as potential trainers. One was Cameron Munster, who I made my attack coach. One was Brandon Smith, who you made your recruitment guy. And I've now been left with Victor Radley. Yeah, very nice. Just imagine just him barking orders out there. He's all talk. Yeah, I think there's lots of shouts for that, that trainer role. Yeah, He's a good one. Yep. All right. Well, you've got one more, one more. approach to name. It yep. is your kicking. kicking coach. I, I, see, I interpret this not just as goal kicking, but oh, okay. all around well, kicking. I, I'll take Reynolds either way. Yeah, no. He's, all around he, kicking. Yeah, he's, he's got good technique. But I'm mm. going to go with Daily Cherry Evans. Ah, okay. Not just his um, in game kicking, like the bombs he puts up, the last tackle uh, kicks that he puts, but his decision making as well. He knows when to take those 40 20s, he knows when to go long, he knows when to go high. He's a clever kicker. Mm. He's my kicking coach. All right. Well, I've got one more person to name. It is I've I've left the best for last. It's the head honcho, the head coach. Um, two names I had written down here, uh, neither of which were taken throughout the period of the draft, were Blake Green and Matt Burton. Wow, Matt Burton. But I'm going to pass on Matt Burton for now. Um, maybe when he's toward the end of his career and has proven. Just, he seems like a really smart player. Yep. Um, and he's already proven he can play both. Smart centre. enough to sign for the Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, a player who was never smart enough to sign for the Bulldogs despite signing for about eight other clubs, Blake Green. He's my head coach. Yeah, he's an excellent choice. Played at so many different clubs. He talks like a coach. He's like a Cooper Cronk sort of type. Yeah. Just like him. He's just like him. Usually, to close out our drafts, we, we pick a coach of the team, but I realise now that we can't do that. Do we pick a CEO of the a club? A CEO, yeah. And it, and it doesn't have to be a rugby league person. It definitely doesn't have to be a, a rugby CEO league person. A CEO to watch over these coaches. We, man, we haven't prepared for this, so we just got to... <laughs> have we prepared for any of this no. podcast? <laughs> no, but we just got to think of one on the spot. A CEO uh, to get the best out of your coaching staff, who's not just going to pull the pull the plug if a few wins don't go their way and, and sack them. Someone with a bit of a level head. <laughs> I'm trying to buy time for both of us. <laughs> Someone who's, you know, got a... Got, uh, thinking, okay. What thinking elements about are things? important in a CEO? So you want patience? Yep. You want you want to be an all-round good guy so you get along with everyone? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Who's a, who's a patient good guy? A patient good guy. <laughs> I've got one. Go. Buddha. <laughs> Buddha. He is my CEO of my coaching club. He's not going to lose his call. Cool. Uh, I, I de- you know, I've got Brandon Smith in here. I've got Benji. He's he's good for a laugh. But they're not going to piss Buddha off, are they? Come on. He's going to align gonna their uh, ethos and, you know. Oh, my God. He's going to get all the players meditating beforehand. They're, you know, they're not going to be put off their game. Man, this is hard. I, actually, the more I say Buddha, the, I don't think I could have picked a better CEO. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a better one out there. I feel bad for you that going second. Going second, you, having, you're gonna having have to, heard Buddha. It's just going to be the vice CEO to Buddha, really. Um, My CEO, my CEO... Oh my god! It is tricky. There, there might be other qualities in a CEO. Yeah, what are, what are the other? Can you for? give me some other qualities that a CEO that might, um, might want to have? Impatient. Im, no, 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 you want patience. You want patience. Uh, you want to be a good motivator. Good you want motiva- a, a motivator. I don't know. Organizer. You want to be able to be friendly with sponsors and stuff. Yeah, you want to, You want to bring in the money. Bring in the bring in the good stuff. 
All right. So the good thing is Buddha is highly sponsorable. There isn't a brand <laughs> that wouldn't want to get behind Buddha. So, <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. There isn't a brand that wouldn't want to get behind Buddha. This is really doing my head in now. Uh, and it, who's the world's nicest person? I want someone really nice. Okay, if you're just going for Mister Nice Guy, yeah, who, Buddha's up there. No. <laughs> Buddha's up there. Nice, nice person. Nice, nice person. <laughs> Actually, who leads a lot of people? Who's Jacinda just, Ardern? I'm going to go for Jacinda Ardern. She's no Buddha, but she's pretty <laughs> she's damn pretty good. She's yeah. pretty good. She's pretty good, <laughs> and probably has a bit more CEO experience. <laughs> probably, you know, I haven't uh, seen Buddha's genuine resume. day-to-day runnings of the club, financially, whatnot. I think she could get the club diplomatically. She'd be she'd be a strong asset. Yeah, I'm going to go have. with Jacinda Ardern. Oh, God, that was stressful. I'm glad that you settled on a, a really strong pick. Mm. I thought Buddha might have whitewashed whoever you were going to pick, but I, I, it's a close contest. It's a close contest. You know. Jacinda V. Buddha and their team of coaches. I wonder what the fans have to say. Yes. Well, make sure you vote. Well, guys, that's the podcast for this week. Make sure you tune in once again next week. But I uh, uh, hope you enjoyed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> good outro. Yeah, yeah. Hope you enjoyed. Um, follow us on Instagram at They Talk Good Game. Uh, give us five stars. Tell your friends. Tell Get your, them on board. Tell your friends. Get on, on. Um, <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.